This is Bob Morris in Desert Horticulture. Today I would like to talk to you about iron fertilizers. When to apply iron and which kind to get the best results. All this and more on today's Desert Horticulture. Yellowing of plants in desert soils is quite common. It can occur for several reasons, many reasons, and you can search on those on my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. Extreme Horticulture, by the way, is all one word and starting with an X, not an EX. Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. You can search in my blog. You can search on the top part of that, just under the uh, the the name, there's a bar, and you can type in that bar, whatever you're searching for, and you can find if I've addressed that particular problem in my 2,500 posts that I've done on that blog. But anyway, yellowing of plants because of our desert soils can be quite common. And one of the reasons that you're probably familiar with and that most nurseries, when you go in and talk to them, will point to is the lack of iron to the plant, the yellowing that can occur. And so they'll direct you towards an iron supplement, whether it's Key-Rex or whatever it might be, to apply to the plant because it's yellow. And they'll tell you that it's lacking iron. Well, this may or may not be true. And oftentimes it is the fact. It is, it is true. Iron can be, can be lacking in our, to our, to our plants, our landscape plants, to some types of landscape plants and not others. And yellowing can occur in plants due to many different reasons, but oftentimes iron is, a lack of iron to that plant because it's susceptible to what we call iron chlorosis or the yellowing due to a lack of, of available iron to the plant can occur. So we address that with iron supplements. Now I'm going to talk about iron supplements specifically because of yellowing plants and when to apply them and why. Uh, without in a non-technical way. So the soil application, the usual method, there are, two re, there are two methods of applying iron to plants. One method is through the roots, and that's applying an iron substance fertilizer, I like to call it, to the soil and watering it in, making sure that that iron gets through to the plant into its new growth through its roots. That's an important discrimination, by the way, that iron applications to the soil must be done prior to new growth because the new growth that's occurring after we apply these iron fertilizers to the soil are not affected. And that has to do with the chemical properties of iron inside plants and how iron is used within plants. It's what we call not mobile. It doesn't move within plants very easily. So once iron is applied, it, uh, it affects, it'll green up, if that's what's lacking, it will green up plants that 
are that have new growth coming after the application. It doesn't do anything about the new growth that occurs before the application because it's not mobile inside the plant. It's immobilized. So it's very important to make soil applications of iron such as Kerex or EDDHA or any of the iron fertilizers that's applied to the soil as early as possible. In our climate, in our climate, because winter occurs during the months of January, December, January, and early parts of February, we make those applications of iron available to plants. Generally, when we do it is at the end of at the end of January, the first part of February. For many of the plants that are early that demonstrate early growth. If they demonstrate later growth, like for instance uh, fruit trees such as pomegranates that don't, then you can delay the application of iron fertilizers to the soil until that time, much later. So on later growing plants, we might delay them applications until as late as mid-February. Will the iron fertilizers work if they're applied later than that? If they're applied when new growth has already started? Well, yes, it will. But remember, when iron is applied to the soil, iron fertilizers are applied to the soil and the iron is taken up by the plant into plant roots, then it only can move into new growth. The older growth, which may still be yellow and triggered your response by making an application of iron, might still be yellow. But the green growth coming out, the newer growth after the application, is hopefully a dark green. By the way, there are two ingredients, fertilizers, that encourage green growth. One is a nitrogen fertilizer, fertilizers, fertilizers high in nitrogen, and the other is iron. You can't substitute one for another. In other words, if nitrogen is the root cause of yellowing in plants, then applications of iron, regardless of the amount, will not get it to green up, will not turn the plant green. Remember, there must be fertilizer nitrogen present for them to for them to to be green. So the two fertilizers necessary for green growth are nitrogen and iron in an available form to plants. Iron is tricky because it involves a lot of chemistry, iron applications. So as we get later in the season, the growing season, and as this new growth begins to slow down and eventually stop, usually sometime in the temperate zones, sometime in about May or June, then soil applications of iron fertilizers are less and less impactful. They don't 
cause the greening to occur. Then we have to shift gears. After the new growth has finished in the spring of the year, in early summer, and the yellow growth is still there, in let's say June or July of the summer months, then applications of soil iron fertilizers are worthless. They won't cause anything until the following year, anything to happen. They won't cause any greening. The only way to get green growth after the plant has stopped growing is to spray the leaves with an iron fertilizer, a liquid application, and it usually is multiple times. Usually one application, unless it's grass, unless they are grasses, usually multiple applications of an iron product, an iron keeling. And just about anything will work provided, provided the water used in making the spray solution is the right alkalinity, is the right chemistry, is low enough, is the pH is low enough, the alkalinity is low enough. Tap water will not be effective unless you mix some acid with it to lower the alkalinity, to lower the pH enough to make iron work. This is why I recommend that people don't use tap water when mixing a foliar application. Remember, applications of iron after about June and July in our climate don't work anymore because there's no more new growth. Remember, I told you that iron moves within the plant. It moves. It can move. It, excuse me. <laughs> iron doesn't move within the plant. Nitrogen can move. Nitrogen fertilizer. And I know this gets very complicated. I understand that. That's why you're talking to me. Because I was trained in these areas of understanding. So when you make iron applications, what I'm trying to tell you is this. And what's the take-home message? Is when you're making iron applications, you must do it very to the soil. Iron fertilizers to the soil. In order for it to work... There must be two things present. You must do it early enough in the season so that the iron will be taken up by the plant in its new growth. And, and this is why I tend to avoid applications with Kyrex, and that's why Kyrex may or may not work in some, in some situations, if you're looking for an iron application, an iron fertilizer, you have to have the right chemistry of the soil. Not only, not only, not only do you have to have an nitrogen present, nitrogen fertilizer present, you must have fertilized the plant in some way so that it does have some nitrogen inside the plant, but you must have the right form of iron as well. Sometimes, if the alkalinity is low enough in the soil, sometimes Kyrex is fine. Sometimes it'll work. So any iron fertilizer, any typically iron chelate fertilizers, will work if the alkalinity is low enough, if the soil pH is low enough. 
that pH for those that you of those of you that are more technically oriented is around 7.6. That's why when we use tap water, which is about 7.8, it doesn't work very well unless you use EDDHA, unless you use a chelated iron that that ignores the alkalinity. There's only one. That's the EDDHA. Now, when you go and buy products like Kerex, they may point, the salesperson may point and say it does contain ED, but in very, very small amounts. So you have to apply more of it in order to get that iron chelate in a high enough concentration. So those of you that are non-technical, remember this. Apply iron soil fertilizers early in the year, as early as possible. If it doesn't work, then either apply organics to the soil, such as compost, to get it to work, and a nitrogen fertilizer, or use the chelate called EDDHA. EDDHA. It's more expensive than the Kerex form, but you can use less of it and get, uh, you'll always get good results if the yellowing is due to an iron deficiency, iron fertilizer, fertilizer deficiency. So uh, that's probably as clear as mud. There are two things to remember. All right. One, apply the iron as early to the soil, iron soil applied fertilizers early in the season and make sure the soil has a lot of organics in it. If you apply it to a soil that is covered with rock and it's an older soil, it's not going to work. It's The chances of it not working are much, much higher. It may work, but then again, the chances of it working are much, much higher. Not working are much, much higher. If you want it to work all the time, and regardless of what you put down, then select a soil applied EDDHA chelate fertilizer and as high a level as possible. Spend more money. Yes, it'll cost you more money, but it'll be it you, your results will be will be a hundred percent if iron is the problem. Remember, I said earlier there are many reasons why yellowing of plants occur. And iron is only one of them, but it's also the most common reason in our desert soils. Later in the season, as we start to get, as the new growth begins to slow down, the iron doesn't move into the, through the plant as, as easily, uh, easier. It, the iron doesn't move inside the plant easily at all, period. And as the new growth stops, these soil-applied iron fertilizers become less and less effective. You've got to make that transition, and that's why I tell people around March, April, is the last times you can start applying soil-applied iron fertilizers and get them to work. You have to move to a spray. Now, when when you're spraying plants, you're spraying the leaves. That's, that's what you're trying to regreen typically are the leaves. 
So you're focusing on the leaves. There are two ingredients that are important for that iron fertilizer that you're spraying to work. Number one is the water chemistry. I know, yes, I know, the water, to some of you, water chemistry is going to, ah, you're going to freeze. Just remember that when you use tap water, it's not, it may or may not work depending upon the soil, the water chemistry. Ah, I know. Instead, if you're going to spray iron fertilizers, then use distilled water. You're only going to spray a tree or a few plants, so spend the money, buy a gallon or two of distilled water with a pH, you know the pH, the alkalinity, is very, very low, and the iron, whatever iron you apply, will work. If you apply, if you take an iron chelate, a chelated iron, and apply it to tap water, it may or may not work. The second ingredient to put in the water is some form to... What you're trying to do when you spray the leaves is you're bypassing the roots. Roots are effective, very effective, at absorbing nutrients, absorbing water, and transporting it through the stems and the trunk of the plant to the leaves. You're bypassing that. When you're making sprays, you're bypassing the roots. So you've got to make it as easy for that for that iron chemistry to work inside the plant. You... In, Spraying, remember, you after about April or May in our climate, <clears throat> after the new growth has has subsided, has stopped, you've got to, or has slowed down, you've got to make that transition to liquid sprays of iron on the plants, bypassing the roots. So how do you bypass the roots? How do you get it inside the leaves? Well, one is to make sure that the water chemistry is right for it. So make sure, use distilled water or add a cup of vinegar to your water to lower the, the water pH, the alkalinity enough so that it, any iron will work. The second ingredient that I want you to remember is some form of what we call surfactants. That's short for surface active ingredients. Those are things like <clears throat> soaps and detergents, mostly soaps, that help the iron inside the water to slip, to bypass the roots and slip through the coating, the waxy coating on the leaf and inside the leaf so that the plant can take it up. I don't like to recommend this because it can cause some problems, but if you are worried about expense, then use ivory liquid detergent. The unscented, the, the stuff with this, use it as pure as, and simple as possible. That's the dishwasher soap. That's the, the soap that you use, the liquid detergents that you use to wash dishes. Use about a tablespoon of that per gallon to get it to 
become slipperier and slip inside the leaves to bypass the roots, to bypass that waxy coating on the outside of the leaves and slip inside. Now, if you're like me and you want to use something else, then use a, a highly refined, uh, a refined material, a soap that's highly refined. So what I search for is, and I'll use Amazon, for instance, I'll search for something that is organic and that's used for shampooing baby's hair. I figure, hey, nobody's going to apply a, a soap, especially an organic soap, on baby's hairs that baby's hair that is going to cause a problem, and it's going to be you're, you're going to be fighting their eyes otherwise. So I'll look for something that has been certified organic, and I'll look for something that is a baby shampoo, because I know that that will make the iron slipperier. It'll bypass the roots. It'll slip inside the leaves, and it'll it'll transport inside the leaves. So there's two ingredients. One is get your alkalinity low enough in the water. Don't use tap water if you have to. If you have to use tap water, then use a cup of vinegar with it. If avoid the tap water, use distilled water because the distilled water removes all the minerals in it and the pH, the alkalinity is going to be acceptable to any iron product that you use and mix inside that. Mix according to the standard, the label itself, the standard ingredients, and just add to that after you've made your finished gallon of spray solution, just add a liquid detergent, a surfactant to that, to that, to, to make it slip through the leaves, bypassing the roots, okay? Use that. So in recap here, what I'm trying to tell you is if you're going to apply an iron product to the soil, two things are necessary. Do it real early in the season, not too early, but as you see new growth starting to occur, apply your iron fertilizer. Secondly, apply it to a soil that has organics in it, and it'll be much more effective. You can use any iron product that you want to in that regard. You stop making the soil applications around when growth starts to stop, around April, May, June depending upon the plant. When that new growth stops, the iron, remember, is immobile inside the plant. It doesn't move around. So it only affects the new growth. If you don't have any new growth occurring, then the iron won't work. Then you have to revert to around, anytime after about April, March, April, in our climate, that's when you shift Make your shift to spray products, spray iron products. You spray the foliage. It's more difficult. It doesn't work as effectively as making the soil applications. It, it's not as good to do it that way, but hey, you have yellowing plants and you don't have any options. If you make a soil application, it's not going to work until there's new growth next spring. Okay? So make foliar applications to the leaves, liquid applications, anytime after March. That's the only way that you're going to get yellowing. Don't expect miracles. 
and expect multiple applications. If you can get it in one application, hey, you've done a great job. But expect multiple applications. One iron application in the early spring is much more effective than trying to make those those spray applications later in the year. Remember, two ingredients are necessary for spray applications. One is because our water is high in alkalinity, is a high pH, you've got to lower it. So add a cup of vinegar to that water. Or spend the buck, buck 49, and buy a gallon of distilled water, deionized water, the same thing. Add to it your iron chemicals, your iron fertilizer, and add to it some form of bypassing the roots and the waxy coating on the outer leaf so you add a surfactant, surface active ingredient, right? Those surface active ingredients are detergents or soaps, either a laundry soap, excuse me, not a laundry soap, but a dishwashing soap or a, a shampoo and like I said, I, I focus on the shampoos because I don't know what kind of all kinds of weird things they put inside of of soap soaps to make them smell pretty and to clean your hands and do everything else. So I bypass that. If they didn't have that in it, I'd feel much more comfortable using those detergents. That's why I tend to tell people to use it, to use the stuff without the smell and without the hand lotions mixed in it as well. Of course, they're marketing, right? Okay, we understand. We all understand why they put them in there, but don't use it. Certified organic, okay? That's the best. Like, such as the the soaps. Uh, there's one out there. Uh, anyway, uh, there's one out there. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. That's a good, that is a, a fairly good soap detergent and to use, but any kind of get the highest quality you can get and still afford it. Okay. Well, remember, remember that stuff about iron fertilizers. And I hear that sound, that music occurring. So it's time for me to go. And uh, until next time, take care. Okay. Remember, make your iron applications as early as possible. Bye-bye. Follow me on my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. That's Extreme Horticulture starting with an X. All one word. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter.